cousin Mark, welcome to your podcast, Space Trash. Oh my goodness, thank you for having me. It has been too long. I know, so much has happened. There's so much still happening as we speak. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> that's been happening a lot lately. It's not happening. It's so true. It's like life carries on and gets weirder by the minute. Yeah, you can never, it's like, what are the writers doing? I feel like they don't have an arc. <laughs> that's, that's a really good way to put it, actually. <laughs> but yet, we follow, we try to follow along and make sense of it for the viewers. Yes. So, viewers, um, here's the news as we think we might have heard it. <laughs> as usual. Yes. Oh. Um, where to begin? I feel like you have a lot going on in your personal world. I do. Do you want to get started with, with a little bit of that? Should we just dive, let's dive into a segment we like to call, what's Cousin Mark been doing? Yeah. Um, hi everyone. I'm Cousin Mark. Uh, <laughs> well, good news is... I found a new place of employment. Congratulations! Thanks. Um, it is much closer to the town that I live in now, which is fantastic. Yay. Sure. I love Hatboro for you. Yeah. It's it's a fun little town. It's, it's almost like it makes so much sense now that you moved there. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah. Just, just Mark in his little, weird little town. In the lake house. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's, I mean, summer has been, everything's open. You know what's what. There's a lot of things springing up over there. Yeah, summer, I'm not going to lie. Summer has been brutal. <gasps> As someone who works in a warehouse without air conditioning. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah, but now I will work in a different warehouse without air conditioning. Oh, well, it's got, I mean, knock on wood, and I literally am going to knock on wood because I would not want to jinx this. It has to get better. Yeah, I think the no, I mean, no tea, no shade to this place I'm employed now, but I feel like there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, okay. So, I was just thinking, like, weather-wise, this heat has to break. You have to catch a break. Yeah, it's been just, it's fine in, like, the morning, where it's still cool. And mm. then by the afternoon, I'm like, I cannot do brain things anymore. Oh, my God, not at all. It's, it's I think, at 6 a.m., it was 79 or 80 degrees. It was wild today. And you just can't breathe. And I don't even, like, now I've learned my lesson. I mm. ran twice in this weather, and I literally got nauseous. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just how we are expected to work in that environment. And, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I complained about it all day at work. Mm. 
So now when I'm coming here, I'm like, I don't even want to think about it anymore. That's the, that's so true. I am in a situation where I'm looking for a different type of career move myself. And I know what you mean. Like, it's like, I deal with what I have to deal with during the day. And then I come home and I adore my husband and he's very kind and caring. So he asks me how, what, you know, how is your day? Hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's just not, let's just not because (laughs) it is what it is. And now we're not in that environment anymore. So let's just, uh, let's focus on the news of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, because things are so much lighter there. Oh my God. Although I must tell you, I must tell you because we have to get into the fact that former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided by the FBI two nights ago? Last night. Last night? Last night, I think it was. Yeah. And I have just been so giddy. (laughs) So stupid happy about the whole thing. Yeah. I'm at a point where it is, of course, very funny. (laughs) I know. Twitter had me laughing all day. Like, and... I mean, the right is very upset about it, which is part of why it's funny. Because because we wish bad things on them. (laughs) Um. It's, I mean, it is, it's so ridiculous. Like, like the fact that it had to come to this is (laughs) so wild and... That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's just, uh, I feel like, you know, fuck around and find out. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted. <laughs> I think this puts Trump squarely in the center of found out phase. <laughs> exactly. It's just. That's it. <laughs> and the fact that he's still. Like, um, I guess, well, he can't tweet anymore, right? But somewhere he's having, like, a, an outburst. Somewhere out in the universe, he's he's outraged. I guess, what did he do? Did he send, like, a memo or something? I think on his, like, his truth social app. <laughs> that, like, Lord knows what that escape is like. We already know what Twitter's like. I know. I... <laughs> Please forgive me. I have literally been laughing so hard that I have tears in my eyes, like, all day about this. Because he's just, he's just so, like, like just to imagine his orange face in an orange jumpsuit <laughs> with handcuffs, like, so angry like still going down so mad and like victim like the whole victim thing is so hilarious i mean well it's not hilarious except that it's also like gruesome and deadly but in the pure comical sense like if we had the prison system we're supposed to have that's like reforming and Oh my god. Like all of that. Then 
then it would be like, okay, justice is being served. Since we have the prison system we do now, mm. it, he'll get what he deserves. Um, <laughs> which is horrible to say. All of it's, it's funny and horrible at the same time. <laughs> yeah, which has basically been the theme since we started our podcast. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's basically been like, so cousin Mark, how do we talk about like what's funny as everything is the worst that it's ever been? Yeah. It's <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot. Just every every time. Yeah, but this really has me happy. It really has me hopeful for I don't know. I, I I keep reading that like there's no way they would have rated if they weren't like a hundred percent sure that they were gonna convict him of a federal crime. Yes. And like my worst I mean my worst fear is that they find nothing. I know, right? And I, I hate to think like that, but it, at the very least it was an inconvenience to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and that's that's worth the FBI rate that's, <laughs> that's worth our tax dollars right there <laughs> I really was picturing like the actual FBI agents who went in there and like busted into the safe or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> like just to try to fathom that that's what you're doing like you're that person who gets sent in there mm. and it's just so ludicrous like it's just so absolutely insane LA, yeah he took 15 boxes worth of documents from the national archives <laughs> I, mean, I mean in the words of What's his name? Brian Regan. Adoy. <laughs> how how does he exist? How did we How did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. How did we allow him to get to this point? Our country to get to this point? Just how? <sighs> I don't even know. I don't even there are no words for how how far we've fallen because to your point like even the fact that it's happening as funny as i seem to find it today mm -hmm. i mean it's just sort of represents how pitiful how unstable we are as a country just unhinged unhinged yeah that's probably a good title for this episode yeah. That, that will probably be my good word. That's a good word, unhinged. Um, and it's funny because, like, talking about Trump, everything is a lie, right? Like, every single thing. Like, lies on top of lies on top of lies. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I'm reading this book called The Way of Integrity. And the woman who wrote it, Martha Beck, talks about having a year where she ne she doesn't lie about anything like even little things like she won't lie like Ooh. this idea that integrity is what you say is what you do and you're like aligned with your inner truth and so even when like somebody asked her how her day was she wouldn't lie and like say she was fine when she wasn't wow yeah like 
it starts with the little things and then you work up the nerve to say the truth about the bigger things. Dang, that's powerful. Like, because you, like, you don't realize how much you lie. I know, it's true. Like It's oh, true. Like, even just like, oh yeah, that's taken care of. Or like, mm. Just things that we say to just appease others. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So she, she, um, it's a really fascinating book and I'm like gobbling it up. I think I'm three fourths of the way through it. Um, but it's all about how, like the essential idea being, if you were aligned with your inner truth, the extent to which you're aligned with your inner truth is the extent to which you are happy and peaceful and that what most people like in capitalism a lot of times what you want what you think you want is money and power but what people actually yearn for and crave there's four things but the one that sticks out to me is peace like people want to live a peaceful life and something inside of everybody believes that they deserve to live in peace oh yeah and that's what we're all trying to get at at the end of the day so even if you're after the money why to get the money to get the vacation or the house or whatever the thing is that you think will bring you peace ultimately did, did we discuss this last week <gasps> last episode oh god did we something not the book just the fact oh. that like, Money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys some kind of peace or something. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, money buys freedom. We were talking about that. You have such a good memory. Wow, I should write a book. You should write a book. Did you just listen to our last episode before <laughs> we were <laughs> I did not. But... You're like. Just to make sure Cousin Allie doesn't repeat herself like the old folks do at a certain <laughs> age. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. It's fine. It's totally fine. I was like, wait, I just got this book two days ago. I don't think I was talking about it. Did, wait, did we predict the future here on Space Oh, my Lord. You know what? If any listeners are psychics, I am committed to finding and going to visit the psychic. Ooh. The sooner the better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you know any? Uh, no. Mm. But they know us. Uh. <laughs> they probably, whoever my psychic is, already knows that I'm coming to see them. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So what, why, why a psychic? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I feel like right now... I have this sensation that is telling me that something very new and very different is coming for me. And I want to know what that is. I think it has to do with my next big life move, like what I'm going to do with my work in the world or my vocation. Okay. And I think this has kind of been my year of getting sober is basically a lot about 
telling the radical truth about yourself. And some of that is also, it just kind of, it kind of permeates everything once you start. Like once you start being honest about what needs attention and what needs to be fixed, like you kind of, one thing leads to a next kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so for sure in my, in my day, day job or work, things have kind of been shaken up a little bit. And so I'm kind of focused on like, what's the next, you know, like my career up until now has been focused on a certain thing, like building a home and a family. And now I'm kind of ready for the, the in-between, like the family is raised and good and I'm not retiring anytime soon. So what does the next kind of 20 years look like? And I feel as though, if I understand correctly, that is sort of what psychics can help you do is look into the future. Ah, yeah. So do you believe that this psychic will tell you the future? Or uh, if I can interject. Yeah. You did my tarot cards at one point. Yes, I loved did you doing do that. Twice? Did I, I do? How, I forget how many times we did it. But yeah, I think I did for you the very large Celtic cross one that took quite some time. And then I might have done like a past, present, future with you. Yes. So I feel like with that, I personally didn't take it as like, oh, this is the future or whatever. Right. It was more like, oh, this is a thinking exercise. To yeah. Be like, Consider these things like. Yes. What are. Like yeah. Pentacles, which was money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I am thinking about money. How do I focus in on that? Mm-hmm. So is that. Is that what you're going to see the psychic for? Like suggestions or is this more of a like spirit thing? Spiritual. So I don't, you don't mind me asking. Well, no, it's such a good question because I found myself asking myself that because as you know, like I'm a very devoted tarot card reader and I do at least a few times a week for myself and I love giving readings with other people and it is more of a here's what the cards are showing you and telling you what it how does this sort of jive with the story that you're telling yourself you know so it is more of a I would say it's more relying on your own intuition about what is coming up for you from inside yourself. Whereas what I believe a psychic is more someone who picks up on your energy and your trajectory. And they may say, here's where you're headed. And here's what I see for you. Ooh. And not like, I think sometimes you can go to a psychic and ask a specific question. They might ask you like, what is it that you want to know? So for instance, someone might go in and say, will I have a baby this year? Or will I ever get married? Or I don't know, like something as specific as that. Mm -hmm. So 
I think for me, I would go in and it wouldn't be as pointed as that, but it would be to the effect of what is my, um, I don't want to say like, what is my calling, but it's sort of along those lines. Like, what is it that I came here to do with my vocation and my talents and my passions? What do you see? How do you see my, me being happy in the future with my work in the world, like specific to the work, because I don't feel questions about family. I feel really grounded in that way and home and friendships and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so that would be my specific question. And I'm just very, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's in my brain, like, like, there's something that you need to know that only someone with this gift can show you. Yeah. And maybe it is because I've spent so many years and so much time, like really searching in myself that intuition. And I, I'm very in tune with that. Mm -hmm. And I, for some reason, this feels like a next level to trust that someone else might be able to, because the other thing is like, what if they say, oh, well, you shouldn't worry because you're going to die in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. You know what I mean? Like, what if you ask and then it's like, you don't like what you hear. Yeah. How do you deal with that? And I don't think before I would have been able to deal with that because I would have been too freaked out. Yeah. That's, Wow, that's interesting. You're going to have to let me know how that goes. Yeah, you know. You'll be the first to know. Yeah, I know there's, well, we will be vacationing in Ocean City soon. Yes. So I'm wondering if <laughs> there there may be a boardwalk psychic for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> a boardwalk psychic of my very own. <laughs> yeah. They'll call out to you. You know. (laughs) Well, I know of a few locations. For sure, there's one in New Hope. Okay. And there's also a very lovely, um, it looks to be maybe someone's home that is also where they do psychic readings out of. And it's on, right off of County Line. I, I forget. Should we shout them out? Should we? Shout we'll them out. They them. Go, they're called psychic. They go by psychic. Oh. That's what I right. noticed that all the all the storefronts just say psychic readings. <laughs> I mean, hey. If it works, I guess. Yeah, like there's no not I don't know of any that have like a specific name. Yeah. Branding isn't isn't their gift. <laughs> Because you know why, right? They don't have to do marketing. People just come to them because they feel moved to do so. Ooh, yeah. But I do feel this overwhelming pull of some sort. It's very odd. It's very persistent. Ooh, yeah. So something is about to be revealed. I definitely feel that. Oh, can we... (laughs) Can we do it by next episode? <laughs> Maybe I should make that my goal. Then I would have a reason. I mean, don't rush by any means. 
<laughs> but I do feel a push. I feel that the universe is like, you should get a jump on this. There's something that we need to talk to you about. We need to tell you a thing. Mm. I really do. And I have a- I've been asking friends, you know, do you know anyone? Actually, your mom's friend knows someone. I should push for this. I should push for this by the next episode. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, you are a messenger from the universe. And you're like, do it by next episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll be 50 bucks. Uh... (laughs) Throw some money at the problem. (laughs) (laughs) This is... But we just have to we have to manifest the right person because I don't want somebody messing with me. Ooh, yeah. And the other question I have for you is, do I go alone or do I bring somebody with me? Ooh. Right? Like if you go alone, you know it's just your energy. I feel like that might be the way to go. But then at the same time, I feel like what if I find out something that I need someone with me? Yeah, I would say, I guess, in my brain. Yeah. Like, there is the chance of scams and the people who just want your money. Yeah. I feel like maybe going with a few ground rules for yourself. Okay. Be like, I will stay here X amount of time and no more. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. I will wait a week after results to review if this is something I want to return to or... Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too. Take your time with it. Yeah. I. So, <clears throat> I will admit, part of me thinks it's all a little bit bullshit. However... Yeah, I hear you. I did... I have been following some witchcraft Instagram accounts. Yes! I love (laughs) this. This makes me so happy. And I was like, you know what? I'll I'll give it a try. I'm I'm agnostic-ish. Whatever. Like, put energy out there. Manifest things. Mm. And I was like, all right. In the morning when you're stirring your coffee or drink or whatever... Just, like, set your intentions into into the liquid or something. Oh! Like, say like... whatever's going on. Yes. So, what I said, actually, was uh, to get a vacation, like, for a full week. Because oh, I, my gosh. Okay. I'm applying for the job. Uh the new job as I was, or interviewing rather, as I was at this job. And I'm like, if I time this right, yeah, I can give my two weeks, have a week down the shore. I did say two weeks. My parents are going down for two weeks. I got one week out of it. So. Yes. <laughs> but I was able to get the job. So like, I was like, okay, here's when I can start. It's so good. It's so good. And hey, if so, if anyone wants to try out witchcraft, 
I will. <laughs> I should find that Instagram account and shout them out. Yeah, there's some really good ones, and I um, <clears throat> I know exactly what you mean. Like, I don't think I have never. I have always thought, oh, psychics. Yeah, right. I'm not doing that. Tarot, I like because I feel I'm in control of it. I'm saying the thing. I'm coming up with the things. Mm. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't know. I mean, I'm going through so much this year that maybe that's part of it is just a newfound sense of trust in myself and maybe trusting that there's something bigger out there. Yeah is just part of it. Maybe that becomes a natural part of it. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. No one knows how any of this works. Which I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I totally don't know. I totally don't know. Yeah. I, I say go for it. Thanks, Cousin Mark. I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) And if you could hurry up about it. (laughs) (laughs) We need content. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do feel it's just all part of, like, definitely my word for this week is going to be integrity. Like, this idea of is just so persistent of just getting deeper and deeper into the truth of what I believe, what I value, what I want to do with my time left on this earth. Mm, Yeah. I feel that really strongly. I love that. Yeah, but it's very, it can be very tricky because oftentimes the truer you are to yourself, the more at odds with the culture you become. Ooh. Ooh, ouch. Which we all know how isolating and frightening that can be. Yeah. So I guess that's what makes it also brave. And actually also it just makes life really interesting. Like when you just start being honest instead of playing along and feeling anxious about it. Yeah. And I think I've found that in my own life, especially I will say it as an interview tip even. Oh, I was, I feel like, in the past interviews, I'd I'd be nervous because I'm like, oh, I want them to hire me because, like, I need them to like me. Yeah. And I think with this past interview, it's more like, I need to like them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you start realizing that you deserve to receive something good for yourself as opposed to because I don't know if this is true for you but this was always true for me maybe because growing up a girl in a catholic church but it's like this this in internal need to like please or impress yes right so you like go in and you're like what can I offer you here's how great I am so that I can work for you Mm -hmm. and then there's the reverse of that that I didn't quite get until later on which is okay yes you are very good at what you do so that means you have every right to expect them to treat you in a certain kind of way yeah 
like the reciprocal thing was a new, <laughs> a new understanding for me because in the past it was always like give, 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 give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't mind, I will segue into the book that I yes to today. Yes. Uh, we did mention this in another episode. Uh, uh, Jeanette McCurdy's book uh, called I'm Glad My Mom Died. I forgot the title. It's so harsh. It It is, but when you... It, I mean, I listened to the whole thing today. Oh, awesome. Okay. It, it was great. Um, and she does a really great job of reading it. Um, oh, it's read by the author. Um, it's very much... Her mom, when she was a kid, wanted to be an actress. Okay. And her parents never let her do any of that. Mm. Therefore, when she was a kid, when Jeanette was growing up, she was kind of pushed into acting by her mom. Oh, wow. And it was very much a stage mom, like, super overprotective of a lot of things, and like emotionally abusive and just yeah a lot of it was kind of hard to read i want to say read but i listened to it (laughs) yeah yeah hard to just take it in yeah and it was but it was also fascinating just because i mean like even when i was a kid i was like oh it'd be so cool to be on nickelodeon yeah yeah and now, after reading this book, it's like, oh, all the shit that went down, and um, they had, uh, what's his name? Dan Schneider. He was, like, a big, like, producer and creator of shows on Nickelodeon. Okay. Uh, if you know the shows, like, all that. Uh, yep. Drake and Josh, The Amanda Show, and iCarly, which she was on. Oh my god. Wait. She was iCarly? She was not iCarly. She was iCarly's friend, Sam. Okay. Wow. I remember every one of those shows. I mean, I didn't watch them, but I remember. Yeah. So, the guy who created all these shows kind of has a not great reputation of being creepy around some female children which is horrible yeah and she gets into it a little bit not entirely like graphic or anything okay but uh she said when her show ended they offered her basically $300,000 to not talk about her experiences. <gasps> oh my God. I just yeah. got a sick feeling. Yeah. And she rejected it. Wow. And she was how old? I think at that point she was probably like at least 18 or above. Like, Wow. Can you imagine 18? having grown up in that environment and then be asked not to talk about it 
and then rejecting money like that. Yeah. And I think it might, that point, it might've been after her mom had passed away. Oh, wow. Okay. As her mom, um, I think the story goes when Jeanette was two, her mom had like stage four cancer, but she like got back from it. Whoa. She recovered. And then I don't know if that kind of like forced her into this whole acting mentality, getting her daughter into acting. I wonder, I wonder if there was a feeling of like, make sure your daughter's okay if you're not here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they did kind of grow up kind of poor and Jeanette was basically the breadwinner of the family. Wow. As a child actor. Good God. This, this little one had a lot on her shoulders. Oh yeah. It was like the people. I love how people on the cover of the book, it's like hilarious. And I'm like, this is traumatizing. (laughs) Oh God. But like somehow it is both. Like she ends every chapter with a, with a little joke or there's always a punchline at the end. Wow. And it is just kind of a dark comedy. Yeah. Really, really good read. Highly recommend it. And she is a fascinating woman. Yeah. I'd like to be her friend. Jeanette, if you're listening. (laughs) Yeah. And you ever want to hang out. Yeah. Um, Why was she glad that her mom died? Basically, another part of it is uh, her mom kind of, along with the emotional abuse and forcing her into acting and stuff. Um, Her mom had an eating disorder. Mm. And as an actress, it's like, oh, you have to be skinny and young to get these roles. Mm -hmm. Forced and kind of taught her that eating disorder. Mm. And then it's kind of after that was... Like, after her mom passed, she kind of had to take a step back and realize, oh, she isn't living for her mom and people-pleasing. Wow. It is a very strange dynamic when a, a girl loses their mom, I think. Because there's so much wrapped up in that in terms of like mirroring, like when you're, I think this, how ha- I don't know, I'm no psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever, but you kind of probably as a young kid look to the same sex parent as the parent, like, oh, this is how I should be in the world as a woman. Yeah. And so they become a role model of sorts, even if it's not necessarily by choice, but just because they're the one that raises you right yeah and then you can get tangled up in their neuroses you know the stuff that they couldn't get passed in their own lives gets passed on to you as the child and then some like i i feel like for me not to get too deep into it but just sort of 
on the surface to say there were some things that I don't know that I could have gotten grown past in myself if my mom was still around. No fault against her at all, but just that you have this sort of blind spot. Yeah. Because the, of the way the parent sees their own issue influences the way you see yours. And then when that parent is gone, you can kind of look at yourself without the same level of judgment that a parent would look at it. Ooh, yeah, I feel like that's a lot. That is reflected in the book, definitely. Really? And yeah. It was a lot of judgment and, oh, did you get this role? Oh, are you doing yes. this job now? Yes. Yes, 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 because the parent is kind of living, especially in in Jeanette, Jeanette, right? Yes. Jeanette's case, because it wasn't just mother-daughter, but it was like this career is the, what the mom wanted for herself. Yes. So it became like the daughter's success was how the mom measured her own success, I guess. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really would like to read this because I think another thing that happens is that it's very, you don't get the chance to explore your own feelings about losing your parent very often by yeah. speaking to someone else who's gone through that. Like it's a rare thing. And for her, like, that's super young if she was only 18. Yeah, it's, I mean, I can't imagine. But, I mean, I, I'm currently recognizing neuroses in my parents, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's still human. Like, even though you, you, like, love your parents so wildly. It's like, oh, yeah, but also they're just struggling people like all the rest of us are. Yeah. I think when my mom, I am about to be 30, on yeah. my 30th birthday, she had a child. Yes. <laughs> she gave birth, well, to my sister. My sister was carved out of my mother. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, on the day that this episode will air it will be their birthdays oh happy birthday guys happy birthday shout out we love you so much yes and me about to turn 30 mm -hmm. i if you handed me a child i an infant i would i would crumble <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't know what to do yeah well Shout out, vote Democrat, because the Republicans apparently want to hand almost all of us a baby that we don't know what to do with. Ooh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you start to see your parents. Well, you see your parents in like a whole different way. Yeah. I don't know how my son sees me now. Yeah, Let's have him be, on. Friend. He might be a little concerned about the psychic, but like... <laughs> I don't think that would honestly surprise him very much. I think he knows me pretty damn well. And he'd be like, yeah, that checks out. You should go. 
I don't know. Like, I do feel like in our family, I'm like the one who's like the heaviest into spiritual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I, yeah, I, you picked up on that, didn't as you? As the one who, as the one who literally did witchcraft to get a job. <laughs> Wait, I did? I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am yeah. Saying, so maybe I felt like mine was more of a science experiment, though. Well, I, was like, I will yeah. try this and record my findings. That's it. And honestly, that's, I mean, science is just as wild and miraculous as spirituality. But I do think also, like, I have connected with someone. I won't say he's my sponsor because I don't do AA. Mm -hmm. But he's definitely, like, my sober touchstone soul person. And um, he sponsors and coaches a lot of people. Like, that's his line of work. That's his vocation is he got clean 15 years ago and he's been working in the recovery space ever since um and while he doesn't specifically you know he's fine that i don't do aa he um aligns more with the na philosophy which i don't quite know yet narcotics anonymous but in any case a lot of these recovery spaces deal with some basis in spirituality and the idea of healing your spirit will help you recover from this substance abuse. And there's, for whatever reason, there's a lot of evidence shows that if it is based in this belief that there's something bigger than you and a bigger reason to recover than just yourself, that you stay clean, you stay healthy, um, you don't relapse. And so for me, I like that job. I get it. I don't have the same. I think I believed maybe a little bit less cynical 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but now I be- believe quote unquote in the spiritual piece as integral. Like it's not separate from living your daily life and like, being healthy in mind, body, and spirit all kind of goes together. So I get that. I do see the integration of that for sure. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. It is all connected somehow. Yeah. And the more they learn, like, scientific-wise about, you know, like, spirituality being in some sense like the electrical... I don't know. I can't speak to the science of it, but I don't, I don't know. There's some, I mean, there's something bigger than it's almost, there's gotta be something bigger (laughs) than America and capitalism and cheering for Trump to go to jail. I mean, that's just depressing if that's it. Yeah. It's kind of (laughs) like having some kind of hope in any. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That word hope Because in this book, so the book, um, The Way of Integrity, Martha Beck bases it on, you've probably heard of this, um, Dante Alighieri wrote a book back in the 1800s called 
Dante's no, the Divine Comedy. Yeah, the Inferno. Yeah, Dante's Inferno, right? So he goes yeah. through this whole spiritual transformation of going down into the nine layers of hell and then through purgatory and then up to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's what she's talking about is the, the journey. It's basically the journey to your own inner truth is how you find your integrity and you follow the same basic concept of you have to go into the deepest darkest hellish parts of yourself that you're so afraid of and you'll see that once you face those things by just telling the truth you will eventually gain the stamina and belief and trust in yourself to get yourself out of the pain that you have kept yourself in by not being true to yourself. That's what's been causing you all the pain that you experience. Oh, damn. So, um, yeah, it's super heavy, right? Like it's the, and so the wild thing is she starts out talking about like, you know, tell she does this year of truth telling. How did we get on? What were we talking about? Why did I start talking about Dante's Inferno? I don't know. I led us down a path, and now I don't remember why. It's about the journey, though. <laughs> the spiritual journey. Yeah. So anyway, just be true to yourself. That's that's the whole that's the whole bit. And actually, I just I will finish reading it tonight probably. But she just um, got to the part where she says she comes out as being gay. Oh. Yeah. She was raised Mormon. In the Mormon church. So like the. So, so was Janet McCurdy. <gasps> no kidding. That's weird. That's a weird connection. Because we've never spoken about Mormonism before. Yeah. And that oh. is harsh. That Mormonism is cruel. Yeah. It said. She said in her book. Like there was a specific distinction. Between like. The good Mormons and the like. What a the cafeteria Mormons, if you will. Oh, is there such a thing? I, it was like her family was Mormon technically, but didn't didn't do everything. Hmm. It was very it was very interesting how that hmm. played out. But yeah, Mormonism it's it's intense. Woo, it is intense. And so Martha Beck left the Mormon religion and then of course she was shunned by like her whole family because you just don't do that and apparently her father was like a big big wig name in the Mormon religion and so her speaking out against it and how abusive it was didn't go over well Wow! but she for whatever reason was committed to just keep telling the truth keep telling the truth Even if it alienates everybody else, it gave her peace within herself. Amen. And her whole hypothesis is we're, what we're all after is inner peace. That's actually what everybody facing an addiction or, you know, chasing money or fame. Like all of this is an attempt to get to a place inside of yourself that's like you're enough you're fine you can stop you're okay wow mm. 
Mm. Mm. I mean, <laughs> something else. So it's kind of paradoxical, right? Like to read that and all these truth telling ideas. And then you look at pop culture and it's like filters on everything and chase fame and wow, yeah. be the most popular. And everyone who's the leader in this country is corrupt and very strange. <laughs> Makes you an outcast if you keep to tell the truth. Uh, truly. Mm. It's, it's exhausting. Everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the first. I thought I would be speaking more upliftingly about the way of integrity, but I think I've exhausted us. I think I don't think it was a new. I just think it's. <laughs> but in any event, real quick. Perhaps oh, yeah. my inner truth has has led me to a place where I would like to chop my hair off. Ooh, yeah. Do just to me? do it? Why not? I We have talked about hair before. I mm -hmm. mean, I've cut my hair very short. You got bangs. Yeah, yeah. That's Suddenly. Maybe that's it. Bangs are a gateway. <laughs> <laughs> I, from the picture you sent me, I think you can pull it off. Thanks, man. I think I, that's a pretty cool hairstyle. Yeah, I think you're going to rock it. Um, it looks like fun. It does. I know no one can see the, on, on oh, yeah. the podcast. Could, could you describe it for our, for our listeners? Yeah, I think it's called a, oh, there's a name for it. It's basically a pixie cut, but it's a little bit longer than that, but not by much. Like a little bit wispier around the ears. And I guess it's a little bit. The picture I sent to you was a little more cropped than like what a Miley Cyrus has. Because I think Miley Cyrus has like a almost a full on mullet. Yeah. Which is not what I want because I could it's definitely not. not pull that off. There's no way I could pull that off. Yeah, I mean you could, but oh, it, thanks. If I, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's not definitely not my vibe. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be. But um, I think you just get bored, right? Sometimes you just got to do it because you're bored. Yeah, that's a good enough reason. Yeah, I mean. Why not? Life is short and it's it's just hair. Life is short. Why shouldn't your hair be? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's where I am. Psychics chop my hair off. Maybe I should ask my psychic if you see me chopping my hair off and why. <laughs> but I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the uh, effort. The divine effort. I'm going to channel some good vibes and see if I can get myself to a psychic by two weeks from now. Yeah. And in two weeks from now, so what? This will be. <gasps> oh, wait. Oh. Will, will you be at the beach or will I be at the beach? I, you know, what? I had a suggestion. Do you want me to suggest on air? Oh, sure. I don't want to commit us to it, but like. I will be there Monday. I will be there Sunday night and Monday morning. Of nice. Oh, nice. Week that you were down. 
would we want to do a space trash live? Oh, we have to. I don't think you and I have been in the same beach house for like three years. Seriously. Oh, yes. we're definitely doing that. Broadcasting live from the Boardwalk Psychic. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. If we can find one. I don't yes. know. Well, let, let me not get ahead of myself about the psychic. But definitely I'm psych psyched uh. <laughs> that we're going to be down at the same time. Because it feels like we have. Oh, wait, I'm lying. Oh, no. We were together last year. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> we both <laughs> blocked it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's when I got COVID and sent everyone. Oh, off. it was so sad. Well, this year's gonna be great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, I hopefully I don't spread monkeypox. My God, man, it's always something. It's always something. If it's not one pandemic, it's another. I'm going to try to spread good vibes. Yes. Cast a spell for me. Oh. I think, yeah, the Wiccans have all the good celebrations anyway. I would I would recommend following that spiritual practice just for the holidays. Yeah. I To shout out that um, Instagram account, uh, it is witchtalkboy. So, yes, uh, which and then T O K, as in like TikTok, and then boy, B O Y. We're doing this. We're definitely doing that. Good job shouting out the Instagram account. Yeah, I, it was on my phone and I wanted to say it before I forgot. Oh, I don't see. Which talk, boy? Yeah. Oh, of course. Here he is. Oh, he's cute. That, yeah, that, that might be why I also follow him. That might be why <laughs> you're willing to follow this religion. Oh, he's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm de okay. Definite follow. Follow for daily witchy posts. He's got a spell book. Yeah. And custom spells. You got to be careful with the spells. I don't get involved with that. Mm. Because some accounts will tell you like spells to like revenge spells. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't want to get into hexes. That's it. No, 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 no. We're, ju we're just going to vibe. Yeah, I just like the whole focus on nature and cycles of the moon and yeah. that kind of thing. Like, get back to the the root of, like, we're from Ireland and almost yeah. all of this stuff is from Celtic origin. Yeah. So I feel there's definite witch, witchcraft blood in our veins for sure. Ooh, yeah. Until the Christians came and like screwed it all up. Yeah. Actually, I did take a Irish literature course in college. <gasps> and I learned that Ireland was one of the only like countries that converted to Christianity peacefully. 
Really? Where it wasn't like a a colonizer situation. Huh. It was. I think the like the Irish Church was different from like the the church we know today. It was very oh. a lot more progressive. Like if oh. I'm remembering correctly. The news as we think we might have heard it. But... <laughs> the good news. The good news as we think Jesus might have taught it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will maybe I'll do some research and get back to you. I love that. I love it very much. Yeah. We we're just becoming a witchcraft podcast now. I love that too. I really do. I'm into it. I'll get into all of it because my favorite season is coming up. Oh. The autumn is such a witchy time of year. It's my favorite. Spooky everything. See, I feel like autumn's my least favorite time. Uh, oh, winter, no. Really? Winter's my least favorite. But autumn, it's more like, oh, oh no. Winter's coming. Really? No. Yeah. Oh my god. The fall is the best. I'm like ready. Like people are like, what's with the pumpkin spice lattes? We're not doing this right now. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yes, we are. Let's, you know what? Maybe this year I'll get in the fall. I mean, think about how oppressive the weather has been. Why do people love August so much? That's true. I it's think horrible. I... I don't know if I love summer or if I just love the beach. Mm. I love wearing tank tops. <laughs> now we get to the real truth of the matter. <laughs> Which you can't always do in, in autumn. No, you really can't. I mean, at the beginning, at the transition into it. I feel like summer has been lasting longer, but also that winter has been lasting longer. I feel like the seasons are are a little bit lagging lately. In the mm, that could be. Well, we'll have to pay attention, like, what you wear on your birthday. Oh, yeah. Are you wearing a tank top or are you wearing, you're probably going to be wearing a button-down collar. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But in any event, until yeah. then, until I'll then. be looking for a psychic. And you'll be signing us off once and again. I'll be looking for a man. Am I right? Am I right? Ah. Still plenty of tank top season going on. Ayo. All right. Well, if I'm signing us off. Um, yes, I remember it. <laughs> I forgot totally. <laughs> COVID brain. Yeah, for real. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Uh, vote. Mm -hmm. And we love you. Bye.